I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. Hey, it's Michelle Parisi again with a few more scenes from the cutting room floor. So there actually isn't a cutting room. Me and co-producer Mark Apollonio edit and mix everything you'll hear in season three of Alone, a Love Story. But we do that at our desks, which are in the middle of a big open space on the seventh floor of the CBC Broadcast Center in Toronto. Sometimes at those desks, we have to make cuts to the podcast, and we want to share some of them with you as a little bonus to subscribers. Unless you find my more impressionistic writing not a bonus at all, in which case, I still love you. But also, I love poetry. Like this little vignette I wrote called The Thing About the Heart, and the tiny one that follows called Maps. The Thing About the Heart Here's the thing about the heart, no matter how full it gets, how weary. No matter how many pieces it's splintered into, again, the glue barely dried. No matter how resolutely it stands before a dead-end sign, or how stubbornly it wears that sign itself, It doesn't matter how many makeshift walls the heart puts up around itself or how it tries desperately to scramble up the walls of another. The heart will do what it always does. Surprise, confuse, delight, ache. It will continue to be the trickster, the lovelorn, the protector. You can't stop the heart. So lean into it and listen. Its whispers are sunlight on blue, blue water, ready to dive into again and again. maps. There are so many things people don't understand. Why do you cry so much? They ask. Why are you still so sad about it? Two years later, three years, four. As though having a family one day, but not the next, is a thing one stops being sad about. That I once had a partner who loved me and supported me and wound his legs around mine each night. Someone to talk to in our own secret language. Someone to argue with. Someone to raise a child with. Someone to take out the garbage and fix the leaky faucet. Someone to make plans with. To unfold an old road map on the table and say, where should we go? Why do I cry so much? 
Now what I have is a faucet that's been dripping for years. I fall asleep alone to the sound of water droplets click, click, clicking onto whatever plate I haven't bothered to wash yet. Why am I still so sad about it four years later? Come on. For 12 years, I was part of a beautiful, messy, important thing. I was in it. It was in me. Then, poof, I had to make my own thing. Also beautiful, messy, and important, but different. Really fucking different. And it's obscured by this new love, now old itself. A complicated and unnecessarily protracted love affair that only gives me occasional tastes of what I once had and what I want to have again. Legs touching mine in the night and secret languages and arguments and maps and someone to fix the goddamn faucet already or at least add a little gold to the cracks in my heart. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.